All I Really Want. So that was the song. It's better on the acoustic. All I really want is yeah. changes. And all I really, really want is ch 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 changes. Erase the strain. Ch ch changes. Get out, you rock and rollers. Ch 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 changes. Faith changes. Podcast versus podcast. With me, Pierce. With me, Pierce Ray. Oh, you're mad. Hi there, I'm Pierce Ray. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and I'm a bigger Bowie fan than Pierce. Putting it out there. I don't think you are. Nah, probably I'm not. I would say I'd put us on equal footing for Bowie. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. Piers Ranks, biggest Bowie fan in the room. Wow! Yeah. And it's a room with two people in it, one of whom is a pretty big Bowie fan. <sighs> I'm okay. You know what? I'm kind of sick of him, actually. You know what? Well, Enough of that Bowie. You're in luck. Because <laughs> he checked out. <laughs> I liked him better when he was called Elton John. Did he change his name from Elton John? Yeah. I could was... understand that. Elton John is much more famous at the time. Yeah, so he figured, the only him. way I'm going to get noticed as a musician is if I'm... I can't be Elton John, open bracket, two, close bracket. What? What did you give me that look for? I heard that he changed his name from someone else, though. Uh, sorry, you're talking about David Bowie or Elton John? David they Bowie. Both, they both did. Uh, Elton John Bowie's... was originally Reg Dwight. And I don't David care about Bowie, it. Elton John. Elton John, a uh, famous singer of songs such as Candle in the Wind, uh, Rocket Man, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Tiny Dancer, you forgot Tiny Dancer. I don't care much for Tiny Dancer. What about the scene from Almost Famous where they sing oh, Tiny Dancer? Beautiful. I love that that's scene. A great, that's just a great movie. That's a very good that's movie. That's a very good movie. Welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. My name is Eric Ivanovich. And I'm Piers Ray. And this is a show where Eric and I being best friends. And uh, we pitch podcast ideas to each other in the hopes of finding a podcast that we can do ourselves. A podcast of our own. Yeah. Our own podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, so at the end of the oh, episode. Yeah. Great. At the end of the episode, we'll vote on our ideas, and if we can agree on one, we'll stop doing this podcast and start doing that. Oh, yeah. So strap yourself in, Hoss. If you're in a car, because it's only safety. Only if you're safety in a car, first. you should have been strapped in already, unless you're just pulling out of your driveway. Yeah, I think it's fine if, you, if you're just sitting in a car, it's in park, you're not strapped in. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb there and say that's fine. How do you feel about this? What's Do you think what? it's okay as you start pulling out to be putting on your seatbelt? No. Or to pull out and then put your seatbelt no, on as you're going? No, 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 no. But don't you find it easier to say do a shoulder check if you're not tied in? No. Really? You don't find it easier? Well, it, now here's the thing. If you, you, if you can't do a shoulder check, mm-hmm. then your seatbelt is too tight, my friend. That's not safe. I like to turn my whole body, though, because it cracks my back. So, like, I'll do that like before. That. I, hope, I hope the mic picked that up. Oh, it definitely did. Do that before did. you get in the vehicle, sir. Actually, I did a little bit of voiceover last week. And I, I was in a sound booth that is, like, we have a good sound booth. It's all right. It's pretty good. It's all right. It, it's all right. It's it's good. It's very good. But um, they had an incredible sound booth. And when I had the, I had the headphones on and I was shouting on into that can and um, I could hear every part of my body moving and it was just like a series of clicks and cracks it was very distressing yeah i've never felt so sickly no i've heard that on the podcast our podcast yeah yeah i've heard it i try to avoid moving in any way that would you know to show how broken my body is but yeah. it's hard when your body is broken <laughs> yeah sometimes you gotta move sometimes you just gotta 
crack through it. Oh, that felt so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, I need to get a massage. you want to pitch to me or should I pitch to you? I'm going to pitch to you, buddy. Whoa. Because I, have, I actually got something pretty exciting. Okay. So, new listeners to the show are just about to learn. I mean, you old listeners to the show already know this. New listeners, you're learning it. That uh, Eric and I, we live out on a series of oil rigs and other similar structures uh, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Few miles off the coast of Vancouver, yeah, and also a few miles off the coast of Vancouver Island, kind of sandwiched just in between the two. Uh, ferries pass on either side of our oil rig, so maybe you've noticed us. Probably not. Anyways, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I was tinkering around with this crystal radio kit, yeah, uh, which I made myself from the kit. I'm pretty proud to say. And uh, <laughs> you know, I noticed a strange beacon. Coming okay. in. I, I, maybe beacon's not the right word. Just a weird little bit of interference, like a ping. Anyways, I uh, powered those crystals right up, and it turns out there's a dang old submerged research facility or testing booth. Some kind of metal structure underneath the water. Wow. At the center. You know where all the sharks are? You know where the shark water is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it turns shark out central. there's some kind of a research... I'm assuming it's a research facility. Yeah. It is a sunken structure of some kind, is all I know. That's interesting, and man. It's, hey, man. Uh, right under those that's sharks. That's interesting. So we got to dive on in. So my pitch for a show is called Deep Blue Sea Lab 2016. And it's about <laughs> <laughs> you and me, Eric. We're going to figure out what's down there. what What's under all those sharks? Now, hmm. getting down there is going to be a little tricky. So right. I think we're going to have to take some volunteers from the free citizen slaves of Podcast versus Podcast. Of course. Lab. I mean, I get along okay with sharks. Like some right, of them, well, you've I've, befriended some. I have befriended some, and we get along, and we have a nice time together. And uh, like, But I, that's not all sharks. You know, you make friends with some people. There's always going to be some rogue sharks that are going to give you trouble or hassle you if you're swimming alone through shark-infested waters. But I'm thinking that, uh, well, you know, we send down some crews, give them whatever scuba gear we can scrape together or just make. I've got some cool ideas for how to make scuba gear that I think we should test okay. out. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Like a few weeks, like a, I don't know, a week or two ago, I was suggesting that we build our own Frankenstein man out of trash. Yeah. And I was suggesting like a system for the lungs using trash bags and some, like some old hose. Yeah. That's basically scuba gear, I realized. Yeah, essentially. Essentially. Yeah. So we strapped some of our free citizens. Well, you know what? I'm going to stop saying free citizen slaves. They're just free citizens that yeah. also happen to be slaves. So I'm going to strap a couple free citizens into some scuba gear. Throw a mic on them, and then we interview them about what they're seeing as they go down. Right. Once once we've gained access to whatever this structure is, then you know hopefully they can raise it above the water a little bit, make it easier for us to get in. And it's just a classic us exploring this facility, whatever it is. Just classic. Classic. I don't know what's down there. It's like we're hunting for sunken treasure, except the treasure is just under the surface, just under the surface, and just under a bunch of sharks, man-eating <laughs> vicious sharks. I didn't realize it was so close. I thought it was like down on the ocean floor. Oh, no, no. It's, I don't know, 20 feet, 30 feet down. Because wow. It's only a crystal radio kit. Like, right, of course. I mean, I did boost the, the power going through the crystals. Yeah. So I was picking up more crystal power than usual. But uh, I got to say, I've been getting really into crystals lately, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Like ever since I've been having all those weird dreams about the occult section of the library, I just found that... Having a lot of crystals around and working with crystals has really cleared my mind, and I feel like they've I got see. some protective qualities. So I'm very, 
they calm, they calm me. You know, glad. Like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm not really a crystals or like a new age person at all, but uh, they have power. Crystals have power. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it. I would call this current age newer than the previous age. So you know, this oh this new age. You would you? I thought you were going to say you'd call this newer age the crystal age. No. This current age is newer than the previous age, which is the older age. I think we live in the information age. That's the name of our era. You know, I'm going to... That doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. What are you talking about? It makes perfect sense. We live in sort of the post-information age, I think. No, the information information age is still in full swing. What do you think's down there? Uh, I think it's some kind of a testing facility. Frankly... Yeah. I've always been suspicious of the fact that there are so many sharks. Yeah. Basically just in like a big hundred foot circle radius. Yeah. There's just always sharks churning in this area. Right. Thanks for being frank with me, by the way. Uh thanks. Yeah, I just I like to be honest with you. You're my yeah. best friend. Yeah. Well, you're a best you're you're one of my best friends. I'm up there. You're up there. Top yeah. three fifty for sure. Top three fifty. Maybe maybe number two fifty one. Just um, <laughs> Am I am I a better friend to you than Alanis Morissette? Ooh, yes, but we have bad blood. Okay, we used to be lovers. Oh, you and Alanis Morissette? Oh, uh, we were. Did she ever write a song about you? No. And call it. You ought to know. No, I wasn't that important to her. Okay, we was very short lived, but passionate. Yeah. My God. Does she know your name? Well, no, she's deaf. She <laughs> never heard me say it. Alanis <laughs> Morissette. Yeah, didn't you know that? No. Yeah, she's deaf, I think, in one ear. Maybe both sides. Whoa. Yeah. You should have, you should have spoken the other ear. Yeah, I should have. But I didn't know which was which, and I didn't want to be a dick and ask. <laughs> so three dates later, I mean, to be honest, this is kind of why we split up. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, three dates in, I guess I was still speaking into the wrong ear, and she took it very personally. Yeah. And I can't blame her. Like, by that point... I should have known which side to stand on. Yeah, you should have been polite. And I mean, she's got an, an aide, so <laughs> she can have conversations on either side. But right. it's just to be polite, to make it easier for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I was so nervous. I was not paying, I was so focused on impressing her. I was not just focused on treating her well. Right. And that's my own fault. Alanis, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. Please write a song about me. Yeah. But make it kind of flattering. Like, don't, uh, don't coolier me, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You ought to know. But in all... <laughs> snip snap. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it has been a while since you had a hit, and I feel like savaging a lover would be a great way to go. Yeah, okay. Um, anyways, my wow. pitch for you today is... Steamrolled right over me. You know, so no thoughts on my idea. You have no questions? I had questions. Yeah, but they weren't good. No. They're mostly just Alanis Morissette references. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. I just... I... I giving you so much material i'm into crystals now yeah you know i know that uh, i mean i have been leaving crystals around everywhere yeah i guess you noticed i've been stepping on them so did you like that don't. geode i put in your shack i loved it yeah I thought you know would. what but i would have preferred if you cracked it open or something because it's just right it just looks like a like a gray rock yeah but eventually it'll crack in half like the pressure of the world will get to it it'll crack in half and then you'll have two geodes so what do you want one geode now or two geodes eventually. All right, that's fair. Snip snap. Um, <laughs> snip snap. My pitch to you, for you today, yeah, yeah, on this occasion uh, is on this auspicious occasion, uh, the anniversary of my breakup with Alanis Morissette. <laughs> it's our anniversary, by the way. Do you guys celebrate your breakup anniversary? I do. Yeah, it was a big accomplishment for me to lay with her. 
I felt good about it. But why don't you why don't you celebrate the day that you laid with her and not the day that she said no? That's that's gauche. Get out of here. That's gauche. Plus, uh, to be honest, like not the day that she said hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. The no day more, that no she more, said no more, no more. I don't want to see you around here no more was the day that I, like that's the one that had the most emotional impact on me. Right. Like I I thought we would have months together at least at, at least where i could interest her with stories of my of my micronation built on oil rigs Absolutely. this of course hadn't happened at the time but if she'd stuck around yeah you would have become the co-king of a I micronation could, i could have become interesting alanis <laughs> that might have happened and you did you know i what? did i would say that you are very you're quite interesting thank you i build crystal radio kits that's super neat <laughs> today's podcast pitch from me to you yes. is super hot hang glider rpg Tips and tricks. Oh! 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 Go on. So every episode, once a week, just be super quick podcast. We'd fire out one tip and or one trick. Okay. And okay. for people who aren't familiar, probably our shared favorite game. Yeah. I I don't know if it's my number one favorite video no, no, game not, of all not time. All video games, but definitely It's our the only one, one that we both love so much. It made both of our top five hang glider video game lists. Yeah, my number one hang glider video game of all time. Yeah, uh, not my number one because Pilot Wings sixty four is obviously the number Oof. one choice. What do you, what do you have against Pilot Wings? 64? It's just not a hang glider game. It is so focused on hang gliding. The other game, the other challenges look like mini games compared to the hang gliding. I'm telling you, Pierce. It doesn't Look, count, but that's your, own list. that's your I own list. I don't want to get pulled into this argument. That's your own list. Okay, so we're talking about... So we can talk about um, like strategies for some of the more difficult optional bosses. Yeah. Oh, um, did different uh, ways to jump off the cliffs. Yeah, absolutely. Different, uh, different techniques for that. We could talk about different ways you could use item and equip to, uh, to, to, to set up for some of the more difficult levels. Funny thing is, a lot of the game is navigating obstacles. Because you can't really fast travel in the game unless you are at the top of a cliff. Right. So carrying your gear up to the top of a cliff and bypassing puzzles and stuff to get there is a huge part of the game. Yeah, so lots of shortcuts we could give them. Yeah. Ways, there's certain ways that uh, you can glitch the game so that you can hang glide up instead of down. Yeah, but that's... I think of that. I think cheap. every uh, you know maybe we could do an April Fools episode it wasn't, on that. Okay, I'm down for an April Fools game yeah. where we can like do big head mode and then big hang glider mode where you're yeah. just a normal sized person but you're on that huge hang glider and it's like ah oh, my hands are like tiny little baby hands on yeah. this. <laughs> That's one of my favorite modes. I also like dog mode where you're a hang gliding dog. Yeah, I like uh, dog mode too where you are a human but you're hang gliding a dog. Oh, it's so cute and its paws are kind of like curled under itself. Yeah, it's not good. Its paws. Like it's not it's not easy. No. It's and not it's, good at gl- gliding. But they did also build into the game that you can't crash in that mode. Because nobody wants to see a mangled dog hang, dog-shaped hang glider. Exactly. Well, it's not even a hang glider. It's a dog that you're using as a hang glider. But I do like uh, one of my other favorite modes is crash mode where you crash into dogs. Oh, <laughs> I like uh, the crash mode when you set it to uh, cats or French horns. Yeah, so you yeah. crash it to cats or cats playing French horns. Uh, or just a bunch of French horns. Yeah, I mean, all those modes are good. Really, I mean, in crash mode, they have like hundreds and hundreds of assets. I never played through all of them. Definitely like... Super Hang Glider RPG has the most crash modes in any hang gliding R- RPG game. You know what's funny about uh, Super Hang Gliding RPG 
is that it also has the most, like the highest number of rejected text files that are still in the game's data. Like, so there's all these story, like there was going to be a whole bunch of different story modes and quests that were left out. Like uh, the blacksmith's daughter mm-hmm. in Freetown. You are supposed to get her, it, these, this is based on the text. Yeah. You're supposed to get her her first hang glider. Yeah. And as we know in the game, she never gets a hang glider. She's one of the only characters who never gets a hang glider. Yeah. And that always stuck with me because the text they left her with, it's just like, uh, what does she say? Um, you go up to her, and the first time you meet her, she goes, "Well, oh, boohoo, boohoo, I don't have a hang glider." Yeah, I think everyone's it, got a hang glider. If you talk to her, like during the third world of the game, oh yeah, yeah, near yeah. the end, she says, "Wah!" I still don't have a hang glider. Wah! There's like a brief period during the middle of the game where she gives you a couple of clues, which is is a good technique because no, no, like the developers are like no one's gonna go back to this girl, but we'll give her really useful tips. Right. So for example, after the first act, when the cataclysm has happened, yeah, and everyone has to be hang gliding everywhere now. Yeah. Like it used to be, you had other options just to get you settled into the world. Nope. Hang gliding only yeah. from this point. Yeah, all the tanks go away. All the tanks go away. The train, well, the train is destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's part of the problem. That's why she doesn't have a hang glider. It was on the train coming to town in the latest hang glider shipment. Train Absolutely. gets destroyed by the cataclysm. Little Poor little girl can't hang glide anywhere. Uh, it's really sad. It's one of my favorite subplots in super hang gliding RPG. But you go back to her, right? And she says something like, ah, I hear there's a water bottle in the old cave. I hear it helps with fatigue. And, you know, fatigue's a huge part. Like, that's the hardest stat to overcome as far as hang glider yeah. goes. Because you get tired up there. You only get an ex- extra point of fatigue every 12 or 13 levels. Yeah, if you're going to cross the narrow sea. You're going to need at least 40, 50 fatigue. Yeah, otherwise you're just going to end up dipping into the ocean. Yeah, it's no good. No good, no good, no good. But no one else will tell you about that. No. Like, I found the water bottle completely by accident the first time because yeah. I'm a completionist. I like to explore every area. I like to I'm a, I like to explore. I had like a lot of people on the school ground, on the school ground, yeah. on the playground at school, were telling me, you know, there's a water bottle in the game, and I would always be like, oh, that's not true. Obviously, just making yeah. stuff up. This Classic. kid's like, oh, my uncle works at Nintendo. He oh. told me, oh god, Jesus. But, but I was so surprised when I did actually find it, and it's so useful. That's plus twenty fatigue points. Right it's there. so much fatigue. That's like more than you get from five levels of leveling up it's your hang glider. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, these, these are all, and that's a great tip. But that's, yeah. and I, I totally agree. When I when I used to hear that, I was a slightly older than you in the game when we were playing the game. Yeah. But, I mean, I was still in elementary school, so there was all those kind of rumors. It was like Missing Number from Pokemon. Right. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Or Resurrecting Eris yeah. in FF7. Exactly. But the water exactly. bottle is there. Speaking of Eris. Okay. I prefer Aerith. I prefer Eris. Okay. Okay. There, this is a tip from Super Hang Glider RPG that I wish was real, and I know you're going to wish it was real too. Yeah. Uh, the Turbo Max Hang Glider, the experimental hang glider that you use to fly, basically from the top of Sheba Tower, where they're developing experimental hang gliders, use it in the escape sequence from Sheba Tower down to the ground level of Freetown. Yeah. At which point the... Uh, the hang glider dissolves. It was, yeah, it was... I always... I, I spent hours and hours 
looking for a way to get another one of those hang gliders. Like you're basically you you are it's not basically you the programming dictates that you have to land in one of four areas. And my understanding was that if you took a certain amount of time to get down and landed, you know, in the Freetown Cemetery, a ghost would appear. This is all this is all internet speculation. Yeah. A ghost would appear and tell you that hang glider looks good on you before vanishing. Your hang glider would shimmer and you'd be able to keep the Turbo X. But no, obviously, I mean, I tried that like 20 times. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's just, it's so disappointing. It's the best glider in the game and you're never meant to have it. I know. Like, <laughs> it's one of the only flaws, I would say, in that otherwise perfect game. Well, I mean, I completely agree. Yeah. But, and I'll, I, I'll say this again, like the investors did not have enough faith in Super Hang Glider RPG. But... <laughs> Because in the abandoned text files, yeah. there is clearly a plot, like a plot, a quest, where you're supposed to be able to get that hang Yeah, glider. definitely. Like, here, let me just quickly... I wrote down some of the missing dialogue. Good. Okay. So... Yeah, if you talk to the frog prince... Yeah, okay, here. Okay, you yeah. talk to the frog prince, and he says, I heard about what happened to your ha- Turbo, Turbo X hang glider. Yeah. That's a shame. But don't worry, ellipses. Right. Right. And that's like a very clear hint that there was going to be an option. Yeah. And later, if you go back to the blacksmith, this was, if you helped the blacksmith's daughter get her hang glider, yeah. she, her dialogue would have been, Yay! A new hang glider just for me? Now I can go join my friends. You should talk to my dad. She scampers off into the woods. We never see that sprite again. Right. She probably... Probably dies. There is exact. I didn't want to say it, but there is a fan theory that she was supposed to die. Well, there is another fan theory that she's been dead the whole time and she's a ghost. But her, and I don't put any stock in it. That explains why her she has no interaction with her father's sprite. Yeah. So you go in. You're supposed to be able to talk to Hiram the blacksmith again, and he would say, "Ah, I can fix something special up for you. Something turbocharged." Yeah. But, I mean, well, saying all of this shit. It's neither here nor there. I feel kind of stupid reliving these. Like, it's frustrating talking yeah, about it is, this. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, you know, maybe this podcast isn't the best idea because I feel like we're going to dip into what, you know, what could have been. been's, what should have been's, the what dreams, what would have been's, what should have been's, yeah. what could have been's, what foot have been's. So I'm going to vote against my idea. I'm sorry. I'm, I messed up. Dude. No, you. No, I. I, I want to vote. I. I agree that it's frustrating to talk yeah. about this, but no one yeah. else is doing a podcast about this. No one. I know we can explore. Saying... We can explore that research facility on our own time. We don't have to do a podcast about it. <laughs> we don't have to let anyone else no. know what's going I'm on. I'm voting under the against. Shark you know, it's just too. It's too close to me. I'm voting against my own idea. No, it's what. It's one of the few games we agree on. I know. I know. Actually, we agree on a lot of games, but this is one of the few ones to make our top five hang gliding games. Yeah. Yeah. I am gonna vote for yours, Eric. I don't okay, care. Well, I don't care. I don't care that okay. it's upsetting. I I'm comfortable being upset if it's for a good cause. We have one vote for my idea, one vote against my idea, zero votes cast overall in and, total. Uh, votes from Carrie the Librarian, zero. She's not in today. Yes, yeah. God knows where <laughs> I she is. Haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, she's been busy, but she's around here. She's making the rounds. Well, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Sorry that uh, it's a draw, but um, them's the breaks of the game. You come here, you come to play, you come ready, ready to lose. Email us, please. Podcast versus podcast at gmail.com or hit us up with a five-star review on iTunes. Five-star only, please. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.